0: Welcome to the Trilongo track, your weekly peek behind the curtains of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, a mom, and a woman who seems to be doing all the things. Spoiler alert, she's not. I'm your host, Gianna Trelongo, and we are talking the good, the bad, and everything in between. Nothing is off limits. Plus, I'll be giving you tangible strategies to use in your online business to help you grow and scale without being chained to your phone 24-7 because nobody really wants that. So let's jump into the episode welcome 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 i am so excited for this episode today this is actually one of my favorite topics to discuss and we've been talking a lot about it in my content membership the powerful presence collective and that is why september content is so important and how it affects the rest of the year and even leading into next year but before we go down that road, I have to tell you something that I think will make you laugh. <laughs> so the other night, we had a really hard parent night, mom night. Like it literally ended with me in my bathroom on the floor crying. Um, and Jeff and I were talking that night and, you know, we are both kind of struggling and having a four-year-old And three year old is not a joke. And I don't care if you also have two kids or how many kids you have. Like, one, it's all hard. But the two under two, that age gap, my kids are 15 months apart. Like, it is just another level of insanity. It really is. It's like having your two drunk best friends at the end of the night that are always having emotional breakdowns and you trying to like keep track and help both of them. <laughs> it's a wild, wild time. Um. So anyways, so Jeff said, he's like, I really just think that we have to give way less Fs. And there's a lot of things that we – already have loosened like our type a control freak kind of tendencies around um you know jeff's the guy that would like go around the house and really like pick up and put every pillow back and fold every blanket and shut the blinds and like really close down the house before we had kids or even when we just had dom And now he's like, I don't even do that anymore. Like I go to bed and the pillows aren't in place, which is so funny. (laughs) He's so great. Um, But, you know, for me, I've kind of let go around dinner time and not expecting us to sit and have a family meal with a four-year-old and a three-year-old all the time. Like sometimes we eat in front of the TV and a lot of times they're not eating what we eat because I was sick and tired of trying to fit meals into their capabilities, (laughs) Because if you have tallards, you know they are not going to eat it anyway. But anyways, so over the last few days, I have done my very best to say yes more often and to just let some things go, even though it feels really, really painful and I really have to struggle through it. But this morning it got me thinking because it's kind of the same thing with our business and I went through this with my business too and I've gotten to a point where not that I care less but that I know I know where to spend more of my energy and where to put in more focus and be more of like a perfectionist or control freak. But then I also know where to just let it go or to say no or to just if it's not perfect, who cares? Like I will never go back and fix a typo on my stories because I just, I don't care. They expire in 24 hours. If people are really going to judge me because I spelled something wrong, then they clearly don't follow me enough anyway. So it's just, I always feel like this motherhood and, and entrepreneurship, businesshood, just they run so parallel. And I think for me, where it's like my business is three years old, even though I've been in the online marketing space for eight years, this business is only three years old and my kids are three and four, and I'm going to say this because maybe you need to hear it too. I think sometimes we are just too hard on ourselves, and our expectations of what things should look like are just higher than they need to be. And when we adjust those expectations, life does get to be more fun. Business does get to be more fun and we enjoy it much more. For me, I'm way better about doing this in business than I am (laughs) in my mom life, but hopefully eventually the lanes will intersect. Um, One can hope that that will happen, but I don't know. You'll have to share. If what I'm saying resonates with you, you'll have to come back and share with me Um, And just let me know, are you like, yes, Gianna, I feel what you're saying. Okay, so let's get into this content piece and talk about how September content is so important. So if you're listening to this in real time, this is dropping in mid-August and August is notoriously hard. Everyone is busy. It's that end of summer, people getting in their last minute trips, people are, you know, getting ready for school, buying all the things, spending a lot of money, going out to get rid of to get ready for the fall season. So, people are distracted, money is going out for back to school, and so it's just a notoriously hard time to as a service-based business to Launch something or to make money or to get people to pay attention to what you're doing. And that's okay. That's why I've been telling the people in PPC that August is a great time to repurpose your best stuff, to post a little bit less, and to just really start preparing for what September is going to look like. Because September in my opinion, has the same vibe as January, like the new year vibe. Things are getting back into a routine after the summer, just like things get back into a routine after the holidays. People are ready to get focused again, both in their business, in their health in everything. And so that's why September is so important to lay the groundwork for whatever you have coming in the fourth quarter. So we're talking about things like, are you doing holiday sales? Are you doing a Black Friday sale? What is important to you in October, early November, early December to really end the year strong? The fourth quarter is such a great time to make more money. Let's just be blunt about it. Fourth quarter is a great time to make more money. But the mistake that I see a lot of people make is that they don't start thinking about a Black Friday sale until Halloween. And if you are paying any sort of attention, you know, and it it drives me a little bit wacky, I'll be honest. I do get it, but it also drives me wacky right after the 4th of July this year and this is by far the soonest I've ever seen it and this is such a millennial thing right after 4th of July we started talking about Halloween the Halloween memes came out the Halloween t-shirts started to drop the decor started to go out and I don't know if it's because of just like in my little bubble where Disney Disney World starts their Halloween party in August, which is another wild thing to me, but it starts early. And then as soon as Halloween is over, even before it's over, we're thinking about Thanksgiving, we're thinking about Christmas. So if you are waiting until October to start planning out what your fourth quarter is gonna look like, my friend, you are behind already. So the first thing that you need to do in order to really capitalize on your content in September is before September 1 comes, you need to sit down and decide what the end of year is going to look like. If you have multiple offers, it's time to think about what you are going to offer when. This is the time to block your calendar. If you wanna take off from calls and content and business for a week or two during the holidays, it is about building in your offers around that. If you have only one offer, then it's time to, if you've been in business for more than a year, it's time to look at your data from last year and the previous years to see what went well, what didn't go well, what were peak times, what were not peak times. Look at that and set some themes to your month around what type of content you're going to create and what you're going to be talking about. So, let's say that you are in health and fitness and Typically, you run a fall boot camp that leads right up until the holidays and then you're out, okay? When is that launching and starting and what type of content do you need to make right now so that your audience is so ready for that holiday boot camp to hit? If you're a travel agent, what are the travel trends from the last couple years? In October and November, and even early December, what type of trips are people booking? Are they booking for spring break next year because they're getting the dates from their school? Are they booking in the year for the year? Are they booking last minute trips? Think about what happened last year. If you weren't in business last year, Google it, do some research, and plan your content in September around what you want to lead people to in October and November. Super important to think about. So the best thing that I can tell you is that, and I'm going to give you some examples, but the best thing that I can start off telling you is in September you want to prep your audience for what you have coming. They're gonna be paying attention in September. So you wanna prep them for what you have coming. And now let's say fourth quarter is a slower time for you. You can even start prepping your audience for what will come in January in September. It is all about laying the groundwork. It's super, super important to do that. Okay, so let's talk about what type of content I would be creating right now. So end of August into September. I'd be creating, especially in August, a ton of connection type content. Sharing who you are and sharing that you understand where your ideal client is right now. It's kind of like that problem solution awareness. Sharing that you've been where they are, you know what they're going through and you're the one that can help them. This is also a good time, if you feel like your audience is stagnant, or maybe you don't have the right people in your audience to create some growth type content, sharing your polarizing opinion, sharing anything that is uh, shareable or saveable. It's also a really great time from an engagement standpoint to re-engage with your audience, so that means Posting more polls in your stories, that means, you know, going into your follower list and watching their stories, engaging with them, hyping them up, not going in there and selling them stuff, but going in and just being social with them. So in August uh, or into September, the other type of content that I would be creating is educational. So I'd be sharing tips, hacks, and information that people are searching for that shows that you know your stuff. You are an expert in what you do. And here's the educational pieces to back that up. So these are great to do in carousels, great to do in a like a... Um, here's my three tips for X, Y, and Z in a reel, and then say, read the caption for a bonus tip. So anything that you can do that shows that you know your stuff. And then the third type and probably the most important type of content that I would be creating is authority building content. So sharing your opinion about what's going on in your industry, sharing pieces of your framework, which your framework is what you do differently that gets your clients the results that they want. And then Really talking about and even sharing client testimonials, case studies, sharing what you do differently than other people. So really think about how you're setting yourself apart from the million other people that do what you do. Authority building is one of those types of content that I really see people missing the mark on because I don't know that it's talked about enough. Like we're all talking about telling our stories and connecting and all the warm and fuzzies, but setting yourself up as an authority in your industry is incredibly important, especially now with AI because essentially anybody can go into AI type a topic and get a whole post or blog or podcast outline that gives the facts, where authority building showcases your time and expertise at what you do. So that one's really important. And then the other thing that I would be doing within this content content, within my stories on Instagram is that I would be providing freebies, opt-ins, free resources, or low ticket offers that get people further into my world. So in your stories, in your posts, telling people to go in your link in your bio to get them into your email list. If you have a Facebook group, getting them into your Facebook group, but really like getting them onto your email list and more into your world. September is such a great time to really focus on that email list building, getting people into your world when we're talking about authority and education, September would be a fantastic time to do a free masterclass or a live series training on something that you do. And again, giving people a reason to opt in to get more information and be further into your world. Everything we do here at the end of August and into September is providing value, providing content, setting the stage so that our audience is ready when we are asking them to buy from us in the fall. So, for me, this is a this is this August, September, early October for me, it is a push period. It is a time probably a time in the year when I work the hardest. Um, Because my goal is to drastically slow down my business at the end of October and November. And I take two weeks off at the end of December. So the hustle now, the work now, the putting in the, the grunt work now is, excuse me, it is worth it to me so that as we go into the later part of the year, I get to slow down, right? Because it's business doesn't, it's not always gonna be easy. It's not always gonna be I work two hours a day and then I piece out, especially for people that are in early years of their businesses. So I really want to challenge you to think what work can I do now? How can I put my feet to the fire now? Get really focused for the next six weeks so that my fall does look how I want it to look, or my holidays do look how I want them to look. It's, it's it's just one of those things where when you are new in business or if you come from like a network marketing background, it can be hard to think ahead. And thinking ahead is probably one of the most important things that you can do in this moment right now. So just to do a mini recap is you want to be A focusing on setting your plan. What does fourth quarter look like? Two, you want to be then creating content to get ready for whatever fourth quarter is going to look like. And then you want to be willing to put your feet to the fire and work really hard for the foreseeable future to get that content out and have your audience ready for what's to come. So, One of my favorite things to talk about, I will also say that in August and September, I do have a couple um, short-term one-on-one spots, so a few calls that we can do together that if you're like, this sounds great, I want to do this, Jana, but I have no idea where to start, then let's do it together. I do this for myself every year. I do this for a many of my clients, pretty much all of my clients. And so I can absolutely help you do the same thing. Go find me on Instagram at Gianna Trolongo. It's linked in the show notes. Send me a DM that you listened to this episode and you want help doing exactly this. And we will go from there. So until then, plan out your fourth quarter and I'll see you in the next episode.